I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Today, we have a very special guest joining us on the couch today. Carla Schesser has such an incredible story to share with us all today and is a true inspiration for no matter what adversity you may face in life, you can still own your power to live out your best life. So Carla's story is truly incredible. Being born with a rare undiagnosed condition where doctors didn't even think that she would be able to walk or live an independent life to now being a successful author, public speaker, and recently appointed CEO of a company she works for, 5 by 5 Carla is a young woman who is deep passionate about inspiring and educating youth to live a life that they love, which is so on point with everything that we love to discuss on this podcast. We are going to have a chat with Carla today about her journey, career success, the importance of maintaining a strong and positive mindset and attitude, and she will share with you some of her secrets of what makes the ultra successful the way they are. So you can leave with some great tips that you can apply to your own life. We are really excited to get started. So we are going to jump right in. Welcome, Carla. Thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you. I'm so excited. So could you start by telling us just a little bit about your story? Yeah, cool. So obviously Miss Erin covered a lot of it. So essentially I was born with a rare undiagnosed disease. We still don't know what it is. I basically had quite a tough childhood just dealing with the adversity that comes along with that. I think everyone can kind of agree that sometimes kids can be cruel. And so I obviously went through a stage of bullying when I was in high school, went through a stage of depression. And it kind of got to the point where I needed to kind of think about what I wanted for the rest of my life and that's when I started to dive really heavily into self-development and it was pretty much exactly what I needed to pull myself out of that victim mentality and then really yeah from there it pretty much grew so I worked on myself I realized what I wanted for my life in the future and kind of just started working towards that fast forward eight years I'm on the Gold Coast I'm originally from South Africa so we immigrated now on the Gold Coast like Erin said I published my book when I was 19, been working in sort of the business industry for all my life and then recently got appointed to CEO of 5x5 at the start of this year. That's incredible. (laughs) So now you work for the company 5x5 who specialize in building websites and this company you work for is very successful. Can you explain that transition for you at such a young age, being transitioned into a CEO role by John Hollenberg, who is a very big deal in the entrepreneur world? What was that like for you? So I started with 5x5 three years ago. I started as a project manager, which is essentially the person that will hold the client's hand through the website building journey, making sure that they get, you know, a great outcome at the end of the day. When I started, our team was considerably smaller than what it is now. So in the Gold Coast office, it was just myself and John. Uh, And that was really great because I obviously had one-on-one access to him pretty much day in, day out. And I learned a massive amount in my first sort of one to two years, learned everything 
in, you know, around the skills that you need to be able to do the job, the type of person that you need to be in order to build a team and run a team and deal with clients. And John sort of took me under his wing and I didn't only do the project management side of things, but I learned everything else that he did in the company and kind of became like his 2IC. And so fast forwarding to three years later, you know, John sort of sat me down and he said, look, I really see a lot of potential in you. And his whole sort of mindset is around creating leaders within the organization. So it's not all about the one person, it's about the team and creating a team of leaders. And he said, you know, so what I want to do is I want to build you into the role of CEO because he wants to step back and Mm -hmm. work on, you know, you know, more bigger picture visionary stuff for the business. And uh, he really sort of needed someone to jump in and be able to do the day-to-day stuff that he used to do. So um, it was a big, I guess, not shock because I think we all kind of knew that it was eventuating into that type of role, but it was really sort of nice to know that someone else kind of saw the potential that I kind of had in in myself. So like as a business owner, I think if you can show that you see potential and that you have belief in your leaders, this does wonders for not only the person, but the rest of the team, because then they can obviously see that, you know, everyone does kind of care about who you are and what you do in the business and they want to see you grow as well. So it's been like a big challenge, but I love challenges and mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not growing, then yes. you're dying. Yes. Yeah, right? that's so, so you constantly yeah. have to, you know, for me personally, I just want to do better and grow more and learn new stuff. And so yeah. moving into this role has been sort of being pushed into or me being pushed into the deep end, but slowly learning to swim, hopefully. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. incredible. I just know that, you know, people in the entrepreneurial like business world use him as an example mm. with his leadership. So it's amazing that someone like that have personal mentorship that's just an incredible opportunity it's amazing now a lot of your success is really framed around your mindset like just listening to you talk and everything and you're really talking about you know making the most of challenges and that growth mindset and you have obviously worked really hard at creating good habits what impact does good habits have on the way that you live your life I think habits are essentially everything when it comes to wanting to achieve a goal so a lot of people I think uh, they'll have a big goal and that's great they'll have a big vision but where they come stuck is when they don't really know how to get there or what what they need to do in order to achieve that. So habits really come in in terms of taking that big goal and kind of chunking it down into everyday actionable stuff yeah. that when you do that one thing probably doesn't seem like a big deal. But yeah, it all when adds you do up. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're doing a day in, day out, it becomes your normal. And then that obviously helps you achieve whatever it is you want to go towards. So I guess, do you want me to kind of share how I... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you kind of briefly mentioned it with your book so yes. I'm like oh this is a really interesting topic and I think for our listeners especially a lot of young people that we or anyone that we work alongside with what Abby and I do this is you know habits obviously inform behavior so we yeah. find this would be really good information for them yeah cool. <laughs> I um I love little tips and tricks and hacks so yeah so do we. We. <laughs> <laughs> that I learned quite early on so habits can be kind of scary you know in terms of having to implement it into your everyday so what I kind of do is I do a strategy called cube behavior pattern reward. So essentially when you want to develop a new habit, it's a lot easier to start doing that habit when you attach it to something else that you do automatically day in, day out. Right. So let's say my my new habit is I want to practice a lot more gratitude in my life. So the cue would be something that I do naturally. So let's say 
say, when I hop in my car and drive to the office every day, that's the cue, right? Yeah. Then what you want to do is you want to implement the behavior. So the behavior is practicing gratitude. So I'm going to think of at least five things that I'm grateful for today. The pattern that obviously becomes your daily pattern mm -hmm. that you implement and then your reward. So your reward might be once I get to the office, I'm going to make myself a coffee or go <laughs> buy a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So you've got the natural behavior. You're going to do it anyway. You don't need that motivation to start the new habit. Yeah. You've or be reminded because exactly. that's something you're doing daily. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously do the new behavior and then reward yourself because everybody likes to have a little treat yourself at the end yeah, of something. So that's kind of what I do. And then obviously doing that day in, day out, it just becomes part of your everyday routine. Yeah. And, yeah. and what I love about that is just, it's so simple. Mm. I think when you think, yeah. oh, I've got to create all these new habits and it's going to create, you know, all this extra effort in yeah. my life that I don't have time to do. But mm. listening to that, it's just something you're doing anyway. And it's mm -hmm. just that kind of cue to be reminded that that's what you're doing. And it's something so small and yeah, easy it doesn't that have you can to do on a, a daily huge effort. Yeah. 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 And that's another thing. Like a lot of people are looking for that big thing that's yeah, going to change that's, their lives. Yeah. Like, it's really just, just improving the, the one little thing yeah. here and yeah. there that's kind of snowball into a bigger impact yeah. later on. And plus you're turning up to work in just a really great mindset. Exactly. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. spent that time reflecting and that's love awesome. that. How much influence does attitude have on your success? I think attitude, like, sorry, I'm going to say, oh, this is the, you know, the pinnacle of everything. But, you know, habits kind of go hand in hand with attitude. So we were just kind of talking before around how, you know, stuff's kind of changed thanks to COVID. Yeah. Um, and everybody's had to evolve and change and deal with this adversity. Really, if you've got a crappy attitude, you're going to see this whole change in the world being like, oh, doom and gloom. You know, my life's crashing. My business, you know, is going to end, blah, blah, blah. But if you spin it and you've got a positive attitude about it, um, you're going to find the good and you're going to learn to evolve and adapt and mm. obviously make the best of a worse situation. So I don't know if you guys know someone called Jocko Willick. So he mm. is a Navy, an ex sort of Navy SEAL. He's quite big in the self-development world and he has this thing where if something bad happens to you, good. Yeah. 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 Like if you don't get the contract, good. That gives you an extra six months to work on your skills or your craft. Yeah, totally. You don't get the job, good. That gives you time to work on your CV and reach out to other people that can help. Like, yeah. So it's taking whenever something bad happens to you, it's like, cool. Reframing what, it yeah. into something that could be yeah, an actual positive thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. We yeah. love that. That's so good. And I think I meant you mentioned in your book, the only disability in life is a bad attitude. Yes. Yeah. I mm -hmm. love that. That's saying. so great. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I think that, yeah, the attitude towards things is so important in anything you do in life mm -hmm. because it does really, you know, shape who you are and, and it can then be that one thing that helps you to grow and get out of your comfort zone and, and be the best version of yourself. One of the other little things that I do sometimes if I'm in a crappy mood when I wake up and people are like, oh, how are you? And, you know, the average response is not bad. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not really motivating, is it? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like, you know what? I'm actually having a really great day. Yeah, like, yes. I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, it completely yeah. changes the whole biology that's going on in your body. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Your you body responds it. to your thoughts and exactly. your feelings. So mm -hmm. even totally. if, and I know uh, Abby and I have worked with a performance psychologist before and I think he was saying, even if you don't feel your best, if you, you just make the effort to say to yourself or to say to other people, yeah, I'm having an incredible day and I'm going to smile. Mm. It actually rewires your brain and your body in a response to that. And you yeah. actually do yeah, those you can feelings turn things around. To you. Yeah. yeah, just by the thought process. That. How important has it been for you to ensure that you surround yourself with the right people to know that the tribe that you have around you are supportive of what you do? So Jim Rowan, again, another self-development guy. I'm going to throw the quotes I was out say, there. I love, I'm going to be writing these down. <laughs> <laughs> he says that you are the average of the five people that you surround Spend the yourself. most time with, yes. But, yeah. And that was really important from the beginning of my sort of journey is I tried to seek out the people in life that had what I had or, you know, did the things that I wanted to 
eventually do and kind of attach myself to them and learn as much as I could from them. So when I started my business, I actually had a nail business when I was 16 that I ran from my bedroom. <laughs> so I, I did my, um, my Sotula nails and I would have my mom's friends come over and I'll do their nails. And yeah, it was pretty cool. And I obviously got some good pocket money from that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized, well, I don't actually know how to, you know, do like expenses and finances yes. and stuff yeah. like that. So we luckily had a uh, family friend who was a business coach and I said, hey, can I just come and work for you on the weekends? And, you know, in exchange, you can just help me, you know, with the little, you know, stuff like your PL or, you know, how do I do marketing or whatever? Yeah. Again, I realized that he had the answers that I needed. I then attached myself to him, gave him value and in return, I got stuff back. And that's really sort of been my process throughout life. Uh, when I decided I wanted to write a book, yeah. I was like, well, who do I know in my network that's written a book or knows someone who's written a book? Luckily enough, again, in my network, I knew a uh, business author who lived in my town. And I said to him, can I just uh, buy you some lunch and I can just pick your brain really quickly? And then again, he said, look, if you want to come work for me and do my PA stuff a couple of times a week, I'll coach you through writing a book and give you the connections that you need and et cetera, et cetera. So, that's amazing. And I think yeah. that's such a huge thing that anyone can learn in this day and age. It's how to build a relationship. Build relationships yeah. and not, I guess, expect a monetary. Yes, it's an exchange in of return. service. Like, yeah, being able to offer each other things without having to cost money. I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. And before you even mentioned, I was like, wow, you have this amazing ability to seek the right mentor for you. Mm-hmm. Mentorship is something we are really, really big on with the agency and working with young people is that if you can find someone who's like-minded that you want to learn from, then people are really willing to yeah. share their expertise. It's just like, how do you make that first step or approach to someone as you said like maybe it's buying someone a lunch or giving them a phone call or offering a service in return like it can be something just and not being afraid to do that I think that takes a lot of guts yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think it's important to like we live in a in an age where maybe entitlement is quite high Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like oh well I dm'd them on instagram and they liked it they didn't respond back to me and it's like that's cool but you know what did you offer Offer them them. yeah 100% you know you're you're there for a reason and that's fine but Mm -hmm. um you've got to show some sort of value in order to get something back in return and it's not a transactional thing it's just kind of showing that you are keen for it that you are open that you you know you do want to learn from them another quick example of that is when I was 20 I decided that I was going to be a real estate investor with all of my life experience (laughs) and capital Um, so I was like well you know who knows the most about real estate and I reached out to the principal of a real estate agency where I live and I was like oh can I just come and learn from you and you know can I again can I work on the weekends and just kind of follow you around and listen to the conversations that you have and you can just you know um, pass on your knowledge and he was like no 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 don't have the time too busy kind of brushed me off and for a month straight I turned up every single Saturday to his office and I said today I'm, I'm just gonna tag along with you and so I, I would follow that. him around go to all those open houses and like I said like after doing that a month he's like you are the most persistent and annoying person I've ever met um, but I love it and that's what you need in this business so why don't you become my executive assistant and I stayed there for a couple of years and learned a bunch from him but if you don't have that sort of persistence and that tenacity yeah. you're not really going to get anything right? no exactly so, yeah and something yeah. people don't ju- 
just owe it to you to pass on everything that they know. Like I feel like we're in education and we definitely do, you know, to recognize that someone has a lot to give Mm. that, yeah, you can, that's a shared agreement. I think that's just such a great idea. Yeah, I think that's an awesome idea and I hope that our listeners take something away from this of like, yeah, if you do want something, yeah, you've got to go after it. Yes, and there's other ways to learn. Yeah, especially, you know, when you put those goals out there and things like that, you still have to put that legwork in. Yeah, and make it happen and that's just a perfect example of this is what I want to achieve and this is how I'm going to make it happen. Mm. You know, taking ownership. So good. Now, as woo-woo as it sometimes sounds to people, it's my favorite word, woo-woo, but we are big believers in the law of attraction. We work with students on vision boards to assist them in creating effective goals for themselves. We believe to attract the things you want in your life, you need to have a clear vision, work hard, have a lot of self-belief and discipline to work towards this vision every day. Can you share with us how you have used the law of attraction in your own life? I love that you guys do vision boards with your students. Yeah, I know. I noticed that you um, mentioned a bit with your book, Success, and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect with something we have in common. Like, yeah, let's talk talk about this. Yeah, um, I'm a real visual person. And so uh, when I came across a whole series of vision boards, I was like, yep, this is me. I can do this. You know, go find all the magazines or print out all these pictures and stick it on and see it every single day. I think some people maybe work better when they're writing out their goals every day. And that's cool if that works for you. That's fine. But yeah, when my sister Janae, when she showed me her vision board that she did here at DSA, I was like, oh my God, these guys know exactly what's up. And I'm so happy (laughs) that you guys focus on that because it's essentially the law of attraction. So like you Mm. said, you put it out there, you have this vision and then funny enough, all these opportunities start to flow your way and people think, oh, you know, all of this stuff is just attracted to me, which it is, but it's always been there. But Mm. until you've actually articulated what your vision is, you're not going to be open to those opportunities. So it's like when you decide that you're going to buy a car and you're like, oh yeah, I really like, you know, this particular Audi. And then all of a sudden you You see that all the time. Yes. (laughs) So that's your reticular activating system. It's realizing that the vision that you have can actually happen for you. And it starts giving you all of these prompts to say, this is an opportunity that you can follow. This is a conversation that you need to have. This is a person that you need to meet. And so that is the law of attraction, right? It's about opening you up to all of the stuff that's happening around you that is going to start being attracted to you because you've put it out there as well. Yeah, that's so awesome. I know it's just so important to visually see, you know, what you're working for every day. And if you you are are implementing those new habits and things, it's like you're working towards those goals. Like that's why you're doing the day-to-day hard work and grind is because you have that visual idea of what it is that you are wanting to achieve. So career aside, how would you say you are living out your best life? What other passions do you have? Or do you have any other hobbies that you like to indulge in? Like what does living your best life mean to you? So for me, it would probably be creating a life by design rather than default. Mm -hmm. So career is a big thing for me. That's my sort of my passion or it's what I like to spend my time doing. So I'll work on a weekend or after hours because that's what excites me. That's what fulfills me. But again, it's really important to have a very well-rounded life and to have other interests and other passions. I love doing anything creative. So whether it's cooking or it's helping my sister with her creative endeavors, like, you know, building flyers and websites and blogs and that sort of thing. Just did the website development yeah, for Janae so yeah. and it's incredible. Yeah, she's she's a clever cookie, that one. Yeah. We just got a new baby puppy, a Frenchie. So yeah. that's I've been, I've been following a lot the, of my the time. adventures of the Frenchie. Yeah. yeah, and so it really comes back to like identifying, I guess, what each area of your life you want to look like and then designing it accordingly. So career is quite simple for me. You know, I know what I want to do business-wise yeah. and that's just what happens with health. It's a little bit more hard work for me. So yeah. I have to really be clear on what's the vision, what habits 
am I going to, you know, implement? implement what yeah. attitude am I going to bring to it? And then it's really about designing my life around that. So yeah, I guess like passion wise, I am, um, I'm a little bit boring, <laughs> but um, yeah, I get a lot of fulfillment out of helping others and kind of working on my business and yeah, career. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Love it's, that. Yeah. It's what we love to do too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so like, I think when you, you do. don't sound boring to us. No, <laughs> I think when you are deeply passionate and creative within your work and what you do it, yeah. it kind of does fulfill yeah. that. And I love that you said to live a life, not by default, but to live on, live it on purpose. Yeah. Mm. And design. That's amazing. I and yeah, you can design your own life. It's so true. So on this podcast, we like to do quick tips and tricks. So our listeners have something easy that they can apply into their own lives. Now, in your book, Success, you provide insight into what makes the ultra successful the way they are. Do you have any tips and tricks on how we can learn from these people to help us improve in our own lives? Yeah. So one thing I did want to kind of mention, I think it's really important, especially for the younger sort of generation to understand is that nothing worthwhile comes easy and nothing Mm -hmm. worthwhile comes quickly. So I think a lot of the time we're after that silver bullet or that quick fix, fix, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, if you have a look at any area of your life, so let's take dancing as an example, you're not going to walk into a studio, you know, having never danced before and two weeks later, you're up on stage, center position, you know, doing what you do. (laughs) But it takes years and years and years of practice. And then eventually you're like, oh, I can do it. That's cool. Right. Have success in that area. So I think that's just really important to remember as well is that if you go and start doing some new venture or endeavor or whatever and you're not successful at it or good at it after the first couple of weeks or months, that's fine. That's normal. Keep going. Yeah. Don't give up. So important. Yeah. I guess like a a quick tip or trick that is probably going to be quite helpful that I still use to this day is identifying maybe what strength or what characteristic you need at that point of time and then doing something to develop it. So maybe to give you an example, you want to learn how to become more persistent because Mm -hmm. you know that that's going to help you achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. An example of how you can develop that is probably starting a new hobby that you're not great at yet Mm -hmm. or haven't done before or learning how to Rubik's Cube. So that's something that I did on the Christmas holidays. (laughs) And that kind of just builds your persistence into your character because you have to keep going, keep going, keep going until you finally crack it. And then you're like, oh, okay, I can do it. And that, you know, kind of sets you up for all the persistence that you're going to need to use in order to get whatever it is you want. So let's say commitment is something else that you need to start working towards. Mm. Maybe that commitment looks like an extra day that you're going to dedicate to the studio or to your passion or whatever it is. And by doing that, you kind of train yourself that, oh, okay, this is what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to say, think like, I don't know if some people might think, well, I just wasn't born with that Mm -hmm. or it just doesn't come naturally to me. It's like you can train these characteristics into your personality. And we talk a lot about discipline and everything with even dance, like what it takes to even train at that level. It's great that, yeah, we tips and tricks on how to even develop mm-hmm. those skills mm. is just yeah awesome. a good quote is oh, i'm gonna have to think of my feet here so it's something like like either you can work hard or you have talent something about oh. um talent <laughs> yes um, we know what that one is oh my too. god yeah <laughs> uh, it's at the tip of my tongue but yeah it's basically saying like work ethic work, work ethic yeah. will trump uh talent, talent any day yeah. Hard, yeah. Work. Hard, hard work hard work that's it yeah and, <laughs> and so, consistent hard work I, yeah we like to sort of reframe yeah consistent yeah. hard work not just working hard one yeah. day a week it's like just being really consistent, consistent that mm-hmm. the slow what is it what's that other one the tortoise, tortoise oh the tortoise the in the head yes. yeah <laughs> But it's so true. Like you don't have to be the most talented or the most gifted or the smartest. But no, the yes. person that's in the studio every single day is yeah. the one that's going to be, you know, the talented dancer that comes in when they kind of feel like it. Definitely. Absolutely. And yeah. I think the reward that you get, if you have worked really hard, you 
really value that reward that you get. Mm-hmm. If you get that contract that you've been working on and you have dedicated and been disciplined and worked hard, you value that experience so much more. And I think that motivates you to keep going and Definitely. have further success. Well, this talk's been really inspiring for me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, I actually really want to know like, yeah. who inspires you. Yeah. Who would be your top three? Yeah, cool. So I have, I guess, different heroes, as I call them, yeah. for different things. So the same way when you're running a business that you will have your accountant and your business coach and your marketing consultant, those are all the experts that allow you to grow your business. I think the same is true for an individual. Like who are those people that you need to, again, surround yourself with yeah. uh, in order to excel in those different areas? So for me, business-wise, definitely John Hollenberg. So mm-hmm. he's such a generous, caring, motivational, inspiring guy that only wants the best for everyone else. And I've kind of realized that that's what you need to possess, especially in business and mm. running a team in order for them to be successful. So yeah. he's probably one of my sort of biggest mentors or heroes. And then I've obviously got my parents who they immigrated with two young kids from South Africa, no money, no opportunity really, just because they wanted a better life for us. And I think that takes so much courage and yeah, determination yeah. and, and bravery. Sacrifice and yeah. yeah. And so, you know, every time I need to possess those characteristics, I think back to that situation and go, damn, like that is true courage. I'm pretty sure I can go up to that person and start a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Puts it in perspective. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I guess my sister, to be honest. So yeah. she, as you guys know, have, has been through quite a lot the last few months. She had the clearest vision. She had all the habits going. She knew what she wanted in life. And then a curveball from nowhere, you know, kind of sweeped in and literally put her on her, not deathbed, but she was quite sick. She yeah. couldn't dance. She yeah. couldn't do anything, you know, exercise wise. And I think that that was really hard for her, but her resilience. Oh my gosh. She yeah. literally mm-hmm. took that situation and she flipped it for her yeah. and she said you know what I can't dance right now but that's cool you know health and well-being is also important to me and, and so made it her priority which exactly is, yeah yeah and so probably I mean there's a bunch of other people that I yeah. look to and yeah. I think are doing great but really those are kind of my my heroes in my life at this point that's, oh, that's awesome so I love that do you have any plans like in the near future to write a new book or are you doing any up-and-coming guest speaking events like how how could our audience continue to follow your journey yeah so I um, obviously have uh, Instagram and Facebook and all of the socials yeah so I'd love to obviously connect with you there and you know always open yeah. to having conversations and yeah. all of that I don't have any speaking events coming up because of the whole situation we're not allowed to be around anyone at the moment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but really my focus at the moment has been moving into the CEO role at five by five and yeah. kind of helping our clients and our uh, yeah our clients kind of evolve and innovate in their business so that's kind of been my focus I do want to write another book though I'm kind yeah, of what itching. would you do you know what you would write about well see like back in the day my whole thing was self-development and guest speaking and publishing yeah. and all of that and I, that's still a really important part of my life but obviously I've moved a little bit more into more of the business side of things but I think if I did write another book it would be a book where you would pick it up and you would read one page for the day and then you would carry that lesson or that thought yeah, throughout okay. the day rather than being like me I'll sit down and I'll you know spend four hours reading a book and I've got all this information and then I'm like oh my god overload I don't know yeah. what to do instead I think if we had almost like a bible or a manual that you could open and the first day was you know how to practice gratitude or how to whatever I think that could be quite helpful for everyone yeah yes. I would buy that book yeah me too one page a day done yeah. done <laughs> I can commit to that I can commit to that consistency right right yeah 
young because yes. I probably practiced my persistence with that one. Yeah. So for those people who might want to look into purchasing your book, Success, where can they find this? So the best place is probably Amazon. A uh, funny story with the book, it's called Hashtag Success. And when I wrote it, I was 19. So that was what, like seven, eight years ago. That was before hashtagging was a thing. So yeah. oh, wow. Gonna, yeah, I'm just going to claim that and say yeah. that I started it. the full it, site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, it's called Hashtag Success. It's on Amazon. I'm more than happy to, yeah, like sign it or do it, whatever you want. Chats with Janae, she can give it to me or whatever else. I don't have any copies, but Amazon would be the best place. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. It's, it's been, been such actually a incredible. pleasure and we're feeling super inspired. Yeah, those um, those habits, I'm going to start them yeah, today. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to grab that acronym from things. you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll include all that information in our show notes too awesome. so yeah, people so can refer to it nice and easy. Yeah, and check you out on Instagram and Thank things like so that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. No, thank you so much.